today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Ontario government has made some changes to the cabinet today after PC um, after a PC legislator resigned last week. To talk more about all of this, Travis Danraj is with us, Queen's Park Bureau Chief, Global News, and with us now. Travis, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. No problem. So why why this now, Travis? I mean, we're four months in. It seems odd that uh, we have a shuffle, even if someone steps down. What's the story here? Yeah, well, we, we just broke the story on Global News at noon. Uh, but Jim Wilson, who was the former Minister of Economic Development and Trade, uh, as well as a you know, long-time serving MPP, he resigned Friday, and the Premier's office put out a, a very short statement just saying that the Honourable Minister Wilson had resigned uh, from his job and also from GC Caucus to seek treatment for addiction issues. Uh, Global News has learned from multiple sources that uh, he was confronted with an allegation of sexual misconduct by a male staffer, and that led to the resignation and uh, ultimately led to the cabinet shuffle, which happened today. Wow, that is a bombshell. Um, uh, when did this just dropped a, a while ago? We just dropped this uh, at noon, so 13 minutes ago. We have reached out to the Premier's office uh, several times this weekend. We've reached out to Mr. Wilson uh, for comment, and we have not heard back. We should also note that on Friday, uh, another very senior member of Ford's inner circle uh, was forced to resign, Andrew Kimber, who was the head of issues management uh, for the Premier. He was confronted with uh, sexually explicit text messages that he had sent to a female staffer at Queen's Park, and he resigned as a result of that. So on Friday, two major, major players in this government uh, forced out. Uh, so do we know anything more in regard to uh, the victim with the Wilson scenario? So we, we know that it is a, a male staffer that uh, came forward with this allegation. The Premier's office became aware of it sometime uh, Friday afternoon. They, you, you'll note as well, um, you know, if you follow the Premier's Twitter feed or, or Mr. Wilson's Twitter feed, that that Jim Wilson was with the Premier in Sarnia on Friday morning. Yeah. And he was in photos uh, of, you know, various photo ops, and, and they unveiled that open for business sign. Between that time and 6.12 p.m. when we got this statement from the, the Premier's office, uh, it wasn't... You know, usually when a statement comes from the Premier's office, it can be attributed to the Premier. This statement was very different. It was short. It said uh, that he would be resigning, that he had addiction issues, was going to seek help for that. It did not wish him luck. It did not, uh, you know, in his recovery, it did not thank him for his years of service Mm. uh, in the PC party. I mean, this was a guy who was the interim leader who stepped in after Tim Hudak uh, resigned and took the reins. He had been uh, with the PCs since uh, the 90s. and, and, And... and nothing saying thank you. So that, you know, raised a couple of eyebrows. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, there were a lot of questions. And finally, throughout the course of the weekend, we talked to multiple people who confirmed this information to us. So this, uh, so this Travis, has become less about the cabinet shuffle and more about what's going on behind it now. Well, and also, you know, they did not make mention of any kind of allegation in the statement. They said that he, he was resigning due to addiction issues. Mm-hmm. If, you, you know, if you look at somebody like uh, Seamus O'Regan, different party, different level of government, but Seamus O'Regan famously had uh, you know, addiction issues, and the Liberal Party said, okay, we're going to stand by you, you can go away, you can get help, but come on back to the fold. 
The fact that he had to resign as minister is one thing, but he had to resign from PC caucus as well. That certainly, you know, raised some red flags right away. Why are why is he resigning from both if this is addiction? Why is the government not standing by him? And so, you know, a lot of those questions uh, we sought answers to this weekend. Mm. Uh, any chatter of this being the tip of the iceberg when you get a couple of allegations like this, bang, bang? Well, you know, uh, obviously the, the premier is the premier because uh, Patrick Brown had to step down as the leader of the official opposition. And then we all know what transpired. Right. Uh, with those allegations. And one of the things that uh, then-candidate Ford said was that he was going to root out the rot in the party. Certainly, uh, it seems like they took pretty swift action when they when they found out about this, uh, but then they didn't really, they weren't upfront about that in the statement. So, uh, you know, is this them rooting out the rot, or or is this, you know, them trying to position a story and hoping that, you know, the actual story doesn't come out. Will we hear more about this? It's, it's, it's amazing it's been as quiet as it has been. Is that because it's internal party politics? Yeah, well, I, I mean, when it comes to Andrew Kimber, who uh, was a, a staffer, um, that's a little bit of inside baseball. But when you have someone like... Jim Wilson resigning amid an allegation from a male staffer, that's pretty significant. You would think that you would hear from the Premier's office on that. I have been told by my sources that uh, the Premier's staff and issues management staff in the Premier's office knew that Global News was going to break the story today. Um, And so they were kind of battening down the hatches for it. But uh, I, I, I reached out to them to see if they had comments. And we have not gotten comment to this point. We'll see if later on this afternoon um, they put something out. Also interesting, I mean, it is constituency week here. It's pretty quiet uh, because most members are back in their constituencies. But when you have a cabinet shuffle, usually somebody from the government comes out and does a press conference and says, these are, these are the changes um, that are happening. That was not done today. We got a news release this morning, and that was it. So uh, is the is this whole scenario with what happened with Wilson, is this just provide the situation where you can make some minor adjustments to your cabinet if you want to, or is this a distraction? Well, I mean, I think uh, I think certainly there were some changes uh, in there that uh, that the premier wanted to make. I mean, certainly, you know, uh, Michael Tobolo going from community safety to tourism. I think that was something that we, you know, uh, folks at Queens Park didn't see as a huge surprise. Uh, and, and he's used it, uh, you know, the, the departure of Jim Wilson to kind of reshuffle things and reorganize. Um, but the, the fallout is not really going to be on, on the cabinet shuffle anymore. It's going to be on this story and how they handle this story going forward. Because obviously there's going to be a lot of criticism from the NDP as to how they handled it. Um, you know, there might be some privacy concerns here as well for the, the folks that came forward. Um, but ultimately, the, the premier's office is going to have to address this. Uh, and, and if this hadn't happened with Wilson, chances are we wouldn't have seen this shuffle, correct? Or, or is, is that... I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if you would have seen it. It just seems odd four months in to do something, you know. Yeah, but I, I, but I, I guess if you've got the opportunity, it. take it. Yeah, optics-wise, I don't know if it's... You know, it was most beneficial uh, to them to, to do a big cabinet shuffle like this today. They could have probably waited a couple of weeks, a month or two. Um, 
but I, I think their their hand was forced um, because they were down a minister, and uh, you know they they moved folks around. So, how do you think the opposition is going to react to this? Any any chatter so far? Uh, obviously, as you said, after the Patrick Brown fiasco, there were supposed to be changes. Uh, how is op- opposition reacting? Well, I, you know, the opposition they were. You know, I, I talked to some sources within the NDP and within the Liberals today. Um, they knew something was up based on the statement. I think you know a lot of people that read that statement. They 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 questioned why it was phrased the way it was, why it didn't come from the premier directly. So they knew that there had to be something more to this story. Um, and you know, obviously, uh, everyone that I have talked to wishes Jim Wilson well in his recovery. Um, you know, because he is in rehab right now, seeking um, you know treatment for alcoholism. Um, but uh, but the fact that they didn't really address the allegation, uh, which is a core issue, um, was was you know questionable. And that's what a lot of uh, folks on the opposition side are saying. And that's probably what you're going to see them hit at. Do we know or do we have any idea of of how this all came about? How this came to the surface? Uh, well, we don't, and so I mean, this is this is kind of really the big question. Uh, you know, how did the premier's office find out about this uh, between about nine in the morning and six twelve p.m.? Something must have happened between that period of time uh, in order for the premier's office to become aware of this and take such swift action and have Wilson out of caucus and out as minister and Andrew Kimber gone as well. I, I mean, the Kimber. Uh, issue and the Wilson issue are completely separate. That was my next question. These aren't related in any way. No, but, for, uh, you know, and, it, you know, they're separate issues, but for them both to happen on the same day, uh, coincidentally, is a, is a double kind of whammy to the Premier's office. And I know um, from talking to sources as well that there's a, there's a bit of a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to any kind of misconduct or allegations of misconduct or uh, of this kind. Um, we don't know what the misconduct is at this point, do we? Well, uh, we're, we're continuing to do our reporting on that. We, ha- we haven't released all the information that we have because, you know, we want to be cautious. We've got to verify it, yeah. Making sure that yeah. everything is verifiable, verified uh, by multiple sources and that we're confident in those sources and the information that they've provided. Uh, so we have an idea, but we're not comfortable with making that public just yet. Um, but we, we have made public that it was a, a male staffer that came forward with these allegations and the Premier's office became aware of it on the Wilson front and then on the Kimber front that it was a female staffer and it was text messages. Uh, uh, any uh, Often when these things happen, when one comes out, another does. Uh, is there any thought of whether this will just be the first sort of domino to fall? Well, I mean, that's yet to be seen. I mean, that's anyone's guess, right? Yeah. Uh, we are searching. I mean, we don't know of anything else at this point um, as a news organization. We know these two issues, um, and we, we've sought comment from all the parties involved. We haven't got comment, uh, but, you know, it, it could happen. Sure. I mean, this could lead to, you know, we saw with the, the, the Me Too movement in the United States. Right. You know, one domino led to the next, led to the next. Um you know, but I think we have to be cautious here. It, 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 the premier's office did take action, um, and that we don't know if there are any other 
any other cases. Uh, when will we know more from Global News on this? Uh, coming up at 5 uh, 30, we'll have a full report on this. Okay. Tonight, we've also posted, if you go to our, our website, globalnews.ca, we posted full uh, web copy on this story with more details as to what we know on the timeline, etc., on the website. All right, Travis, just for our listeners, give us a quick 30-second uh, recap of what you just said with this breaking sure. news, and then we'll let you go. So Global News has learned from multiple sources that two senior members of Premier Ford's inner circle were forced to resign Friday due to allegations of sexually inappropriate behavior. They include the former Minister of Economic Development and Trade, Jim Wilson, and also uh, the now former Head of Issues Management for the Premier, Andrew Kimber. All right, and make sure you're watching Global News tonight at 5.30 and 6 for more on this. Travis Danraj has been with us, Queen's Park Bureau Chief, Global News. Great work, Travis. Thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. No problem, Scott. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.